You're listening to Wild and Holy Radio. Honest conversations, love notes, and strategies to grow a business while building a life grounded in deep integrity. I'm Megan Hale, integrity expert, bringing mindset and energetic wisdom to help you show up braver, go all in, and expand into your fullest expression. Let's do this. Hello, friends, and welcome to a brand new earning series where we are diving into increasing your revenue, deepening your leadership, and becoming the grounded CEO your business needs you to be. So, following the money series, which got so much great feedback. I'm so grateful that was so helpful. I knew that our next step was to take all of this wisdom up a notch and step into more meaningful revenue, which is why I want to get this new earning series started with a big bang by inviting you to my next free masterclass, which I'm calling the Grounded CEO. In this masterclass, I'm going to be teaching you so many essential foundational pieces that are going to be necessary as we dive into this new series together, okay? So I really want you to be there with me. I'm going to be walking you through my most raved about GBB goal setting method, which I know you've heard me mention like 9 million times on the podcast. So I'm going to be walking you through this process live, but also be introducing a new six-step model to help you overcome self-sabotage and keep taking consistent action towards your dreams. So this is all going down on Monday, July 29th at 1230 Central. I know that you're going to love GBB goals. And even if you've walked through this method with me before, I am bringing a whole new and improved version. But the piece I know you were really going to rave about is this grounded leadership model that I'm going to be teaching. It is this specific model that determines those who reach their dreams and those who continue to ache for them. Okay. We need the strategy. We need the mindset, but we also need the embodiment to expand into our next level of revenue. So I want you to come get all three at my next masterclass. So pause this episode right now and go sign up in the show notes. I cannot wait to see you there. And now into our episode. Hello friends and welcome back to Wild and Holy Radio, the place to be for mindset and energetic wisdom for growing a business while building a life grounded in deep integrity. I am your host, Megan Hale, and if you tuned in last week with my interview with Jackie McDonald, you know we have officially started a new series on the podcast all about earning. This is such a big conversation. I'm so excited to dive in with you. So if you're just now joining us, for the past few months, we have been diving deep into money mindset for shifting the way money feels and intentionally creating a more supportive relationship with it. But if you're anything like me, you don't just want money to feel good. You also want to feel like there's a sense of mastery around it, right? Like you know how to steward it and you know how to earn it. Now, I'm a big believer in the power of profit first. I am actually coming up on my one year anniversary of implementing this system in October. And you guys, I don't see myself stopping this practice any time soon. It has been so transformative. It's actually required reading for the nine women that joined me in my next mastermind called the Grounded Leader Circle, which P.S., if you've been wanting to work with me to create grounded business growth that brings together the mindset work, the energetic work, and the business strategy to expand into your next level of revenue, I would love for you to reach out about this program. 
We're going to be getting started right after Labor Day, once I get settled after my move to Omaha. And I am so excited to guide you and eight other women through your next level of business growth in a super grounded way. So I will be leading business trainings once a month, CEO debriefs to deepen your business leadership once a month, and hot seat coaching every other week in small groups of three that is just going to be so transformative on moving the needle forward for you. Our structure is powerful, and I am looking for a curated group of women who are integrity-driven and ready to streamline their businesses to do less better, make more money, and expand into their impact in a really conscious and intentional way. So if that sounds like you, I want you to find out more at meganhale.co about this high-touch mastermind. And if you would love to step into this container with me, please reach out so we can connect one-on-one to make sure that this is a good fit. This is really about bringing together women who are ready to execute on their vision while honoring their values and deepening their leadership. So DM me on Instagram or email me on my website and we will find a time to connect. But back to profit first. I have found this system to be so powerful for stepping into more financial stewardship and directing our money to more deeply support us and lovingly fund our dreams. But for us to have revenue to steward in the first place, we're also talking about stepping into more earning, which is what we're getting into today. So let's kick things up a notch. We are going to start laying the groundwork for all the pillars necessary to increase revenue. And like we've all come to know and love about Wild and Holy Radio, or at least I hope we have, I will be bringing the mindset and energetic wisdom mixed with business strategy to get us there. So let's do this. The topic of earning is so big, friends. Like not only do we have the mindset component of truly stepping into new levels of earning, but we also have the energetic work of embodying this next level, which is why I wanted to have Jackie on to get this earning conversation started. And there is so much more to dive into with just those two pieces alone, right? But earning does not stop there because we also have all the structural components, right? including pricing and positioning, creating our best offerings, creating and maintaining a sustainable launch plan. This is so huge. Having a rock solid marketing strategy, which is a huge conversation in and of itself, plus selling, which I'm so excited to dive into, identifying your revenue generating activities, and really up-leveling the way you're running your business so you can do less better, become known for your zone of expertise for more referrals, and thought leadership, right? And step into more cash. So we have a lot to cover, right? <laughs> and embedded in each of these is also the spiritual work that keeps us committed to our long-term vision. So where I want to start this conversation is actually here. Before we can even step into more earning, we need two big pieces that offer powerful support as we expand, okay, which are permission and boundaries. And along with these two pieces, we also need a quick chat about receiving, which ties in perfectly with Jackie's work from last week as her whole focus is on releasing to receive, okay? I cannot overstate enough just how crucial this releasing part is, y'all, <laughs> which is part of what we've been doing in the money series thus far, right? Really challenging our beliefs around money and the relationship dynamics we have, releasing what does not serve us and grounding down into our own financial truth. But the reason we do all this work is to step into more money. And a big part of that conversation is the concept of receiving. So let's dive in here for a second. 
I think when most of us think about earning, we think about money just coming into our account, right? Or just being there. We think about having a certain amount each month or generating a certain amount each year. But many of us don't emotionally connect to what this really looks like in action. So if you have done GBB goals inside the Grounded Goals Masterclass, which you can find for free on my website, by the way, you came up with your best revenue. And I think that that is a really great place to start, okay? But I actually want to do a different exercise with you today to really get some wheels spinning in a really expansive way, okay? So today I want you to do a five-year stretch goal with me. If you tuned in last week, you know I shared my five-year vision of doing half a mil a year by 2024, right? And that's $500,000. And that does not mean that I will be seeing that money in my personal bank account, mind you, okay? Because again, I follow profit first. And based on that model at the half mil mark, I would be looking to allocate just 35% of that to personal pay, which equates to about 175 grand. And investing the rest in team members, maybe advertising, other costs I can't foresee quite yet, setting some aside for taxes and all of those things, right? But as I was tapping with Jackie last week, I realized that in order to step into receiving at this level, I would really need to ground down into what these figures look like, okay? Because there would be a lot more zeros hitting my bank accounts, right? And so before we go any further, I want you to think about where you want to be five years from now, okay? Like what's your stretch goal? How much do you want to be doing in revenue? And just kind of take a second to feel into that. Maybe it's 1 million, maybe it's 300K, 650K, 5 million. Like what feels exciting and scary for you, okay? Really just take a second. Like where do you want to be five years from now? Now, once you have that number, likely there are going to be some contractions that come up in your body as you think about this, okay? Which we'll talk about a little bit later. But for now, I want to stay with the excitement. So when we tap into a big goal like this, can you feel yourself start to expand? Like, can you feel yourself starting to imagine what that would be like? Like there might even be some giddiness, right? Can you feel yourself starting to rise to embody the version of yourself who generates that much revenue? If so, good, okay? And if not, I want you to scale back a little bit, okay? Because sometimes when we start expanding into numbers that are really big, they can feel unreal. And I want this number to feel doable, okay? Not necessarily conceivable, as in you know how you'll get there already, but like an 85% possibility at least that this could happen, okay? So next, I want you to literally open your heart space here. And it might be helpful just to put your hand over your heart. Just really start to sink in here and really imagine your chest opening, okay? And I almost like <laughs> envision kind of like a Care Bear stare, right? And I'm totally serious. Like really imagine your energetic body opening and shining out here. And this level of money being in your light field, okay? And so if you have your hand on your chest, I want you to kind of lower it and just really open your body right now. And you should feel a physical shift. It should feel a little vulnerable. You should feel a little exposed. You might even feel a little scared as if this possibility feels very fragile. And it is. Any big dream is, which is why the boundary conversation is going to be so powerful today. 
Now, I want you to imagine that on either side of this light beam are people to support you, opportunities that open for you, cash that flows in every step of the way, okay? Like literally imagine seeing $100 bills being laid at your feet, okay? And all you have to do is simply walk along this path. That's it. This is what it feels like to receive. And more importantly, this is what it feels like to be open to receive, okay? And I want you to keep this visual as we get deeper into this conversation because what happens most of the time when we start receiving at new levels is we can really get in our head and wonder if it's safe for us to do so, okay? So let's ground all of this into the practical. As we open to receive, this means intentionally receiving, okay? And you're like, duh, Megan, of course it does. But I really want to ground this. This means receiving compliments, receiving support when it's offered and aligned, receiving invitations when they're offered and aligned, receiving hired support versus doing everything on your own, receiving money in all ways that it wants to come in versus being choosy with how it shows up, receiving more time, which can also look like taking more time, which we'll talk about later, and also intentionally stepping into selling, raising your prices, and doing the work of embodying a new level that's aligned with this price point. So much good energetic work here. So if you want to receive at big levels, we have to start elevating ourselves there right now, today. Okay, <laughs> so yes, five years, it feels like a long way from now, but we're actually gonna start this process today, okay? Because in this way, we give ourselves space and time to expand in a way that supports our nervous system and it allows for sustainable growth, okay? Now, this might not always feel comfortable, but it offers us the time to build foundational elements that support our long term success. I'm all about sustainable growth. Okay. So I want you to imagine that you're receiving your five year stretch goal. Okay. You did it. Yay. Now I want you to break that number down into a monthly number you see land in your business account each month or your PayPal account, however you receive your money. Okay. So mine is half a mil. So that breaks down to about 42 K a month. Okay, now, are we gonna be receiving equal money like this every month? Maybe, especially if we structure our offerings and payment plans that way, right? But my point is, I really want you to think about what this looks like in real life, okay? So take your five-year stretch goal, break it down into 12 month, monthly revenue pieces, okay? So right now, I'm envisioning seeing 42K sitting in my business account. And I'm paying attention to the way my body feels, where things feel light, where they feel heavy. And I want you to do the same. So as you hold your number in your mind's eye, simply notice how it feels in your body. Notice the amount of readiness you feel to receive that number. Notice the amount of confidence you feel to receive that number. 
Notice the level of safety you feel in receiving that number, okay? Now that this part is activated, I really want you to keep this vision with you on a daily basis. So if you are using your GBB goals template, which I hope that you are, I want you to put this number on your GBB tab somewhere in the corner, okay? And start seeing it regularly. Start checking in with it regularly. This is where you are going, okay? And in the meantime, I want you to work on the concept of receiving. Receive help with your groceries when it's offered. Receive a trip to the spa when your spouse recommends it. Receive a trip with girlfriends when they want to spend time with you. Receive compliments when they're offered. Receive testimonials. Even reread the ones you've already received, right? And really let them sink in on another level. Keep your mind's eye on this concept of opening to elevate, okay? Now, the last piece of receiving, of course, is asking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ask for what you want to receive. Ask for the sale. Ask for the client. Ask for the time away. Ask for the support. Ask for the project. Ask for the help. Ask for the reviews on iTunes. Ask, 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 okay? Because most of us forget <laughs> that receiving is also about asking, right? Ask and you shall receive. And let us not forget the powerful quote from Queen O, Oprah herself. You receive in life what you have the courage to ask for. And this is how it's done, friends, okay? And just to put a little pen here that we'll be coming back to in this series, part of asking for what you want is also structuring your business to make that ask. And I cannot wait to dive into this concept with you. Now, as an aside before we move on, one of the biggest reasons we don't ask for what we want and the biggest reason why we struggle receiving is because there can be a sense of guilt that comes along with it, okay? It's sneaky, it's nuanced, meaning it shows up in a different outfit for everyone, but I mention it because I want you to be aware of how it shows up for you. Does it show up when you raise your prices and you feel guilty some people won't be able to afford it? Does it show up when you make a big investment with your business? that's going to require you to miss an important event? Does it show up when you have to put in extra hours and it takes you away from something else? Does it show up when you launch an evergreen product because it feels too easy? Does it show up in the simple act of asking for more? I want you to pay attention to this guilt, friends, because it will derail you if you do not attend to it, which P.S., if guilt shows up for you, I want you to tap on it with Jackie. She is phenomenal at helping you release the guilt so you can receive. Now, on to permission, which ties really nicely into the guilt we just discussed. So just like with survivor's guilt, we also experience thriver's guilt, which is the phenomenon of feeling guilty for being more successful than others, having more opportunities than others, having it easier than others, etc. Okay. When we layer this on top of white privilege, this can get even more complex, which by the way, if you feel guilt for having a different life experience that is free from racism, simply because of the color of your skin, I encourage you to leverage that guilt for positive change. Okay, there are many ways that you can start making a difference right where you are, even being mindful of your lens of privilege in the first place. 
Like for example, like when I record these episodes, I ask myself if my perspective is taking into account my privilege, okay? And what I've come to know in this lifetime is that guilt points us to practice deeper integrity. It tells us when we're out of alignment with our values. Guilt can be a good thing. It can keep us in line with who we're here to be, okay? Shame, on the other hand, shuts us down. It points us to a limiting belief around our self-image that keeps us from true belonging, okay? So to be clear, thriver's guilt occurs across all races, genders, sexualities, spiritualities, etc. White privilege occurs solely with white-skinned and white-presenting people. So I want you to read up on this, please. I will include a link to an article I just recently shared on Facebook. It's such a powerful read, so good. But back to thriver's guilt. So the most common thoughts that come up with thriver's guilt are, who am I to have it this good? Who am I to be successful when so many others struggle? Who am I to be wealthy when so many others suffer? Who am I to have it this easy when others have it so hard? Okay. So friends, if you've had any variation of that thought, this is thriver's guilt. And if you want to know any one piece that stops us from stepping into more earning, it is this, okay? So what's really going on here, in my opinion, are two things. One, a fear of disconnection, and two, a fear of criticism, okay? Our culture largely teaches us to connect over our suffering. Even the concept of vulnerability is Taught to us as in it's this process of sharing our hurts, our struggles, our insecurities, right? It focuses more so on pain and shame and the idea you're not enough. So if you were to eavesdrop on a conversation almost anywhere, you would hear it. You would hear women joining over body shaming, like, look at my legs. Oh my gosh, look at my stomach, right? You would hear women joining over the struggles of motherhood. You would hear women joining over marriage strife. And when two women are going through a similar struggle, they tend to bond even greater, okay? Now, <laughs> before you think I'm going somewhere negative with this, I'm not, because this is not a bad thing, okay? Just the opposite. If ever there were a time to join and feel connected, it's when we're struggling, right? Except for those toxic ways of joining over body shaming. That stuff's not too good. <laughs> but the problem is that we are not joining nearly as often around our success, okay? How many communities are you a part of where women can celebrate one another's success and do so authentically, right? I am part of two communities like this, and let me tell you, like, they are few and far between, and I think that's because comparison is rampant, and so is scarcity, and it's not our fault. Our culture teaches us to do this, right? So, of course, you have thriver's guilt. Like, why wouldn't you, when you've been taught for most of your life to join through struggle versus struggle and success? You've been taught to compare yourself to others and make sure you get your piece of the pie, right? So you've, taught, you've been taught to compare yourself to other women, especially over looks, wealth, success, motherhood, etc. right? And what this creates around our success is a feeling that it's not totally safe. Like, what if it separates us from the people we love who don't have as much success as we do? What if it creates conflict? Can I feel safe in my own success? Like, what does that even mean? Okay. And friends, where we have to start with this is here. First, 
if you want to step into more earning, you need to find yourself some friends who can celebrate your success. Okay. If you need a friend like this, come be mine because there is nothing I love more than seeing other people's wins and seeing them expand into their fullest expression. It is a beautiful reminder and mirror for me of what is possible. Second, if you want to start stepping into more earning, start celebrating all the other earning you're seeing other women do. Start celebrating other successes instead of seeing their successes in some way taking away from yours, okay? This practice alone can do wonders in creating more safety for your success, okay? And third, give yourself permission to be successful. And this one might seem like common sense, but you would be amazed at how much we hold ourselves back because we're afraid of being criticized, especially when it comes to wealth, okay? As in, if we are making a lot of money, we're not allowed to go through struggles. Or if we're making a lot of money, we're somehow unrelatable. Or if we're making a lot of money, people are going to share their opinions on how we're using it or leveraging it in the world, right? So permission is all around creating safety for yourself. It's safe to be wealthy. It's safe to be successful. You can be wealthy and successful and still belong. If you let Thriver's Guilt run the show, you will have a much harder time stepping into more earning. And here's the thing that can really help. You earning more allows you to help more people. Like a few weeks ago, I was able to make my first big to me donation to Together Rising. And the more I step into higher levels of revenue, I'm starting to see just how much of an opportunity we have here to change the world, okay? So here's the thing. I think a lot of us are like, oh my gosh, well, what if I just step into this new level of success and I like lose all my people, right? The trick is to use your success to make a bigger difference. Now, Rachel Rogers has an excellent interview on her Million Dollar Badass podcast with Rachel Cargill, who's a phenomenal black woman activist who talked about this topic in depth, especially as she's had to learn how to keep fierce boundaries, allow herself to be paid well without the guilt, and her messy journey with finding balance between activism and prioritizing herself. It is so good, this conversation. You have to go listen to it. I walked away with so many ahas from their brilliance, so go and find that episode down in the show notes. Okay. So driver's guilt. We got to let it go guys. If we're going to step into more earning. Okay. Lastly, we are rounding out this conversation with a discussion on boundaries because it is here where the rubber really meets the road. So to step into more earning, we must, must, must put stronger boundaries around our time, our energy, our vision, and our money. Here's what I mean. We all have clarity on where we want to go from a revenue perspective because we've all done our GBV goals inside the Ground and Goals Masterclass. So let's pick it up here. Regardless of your business structure, to step into more earning, a few things have to take place. We have to leverage our time. We have to honor our energy. We have to prioritize our vision. And we have to price our offerings with integrity, okay? Meaning your rates need to support both you and your business's structural and spiritual integrity. I have so much to say about this last one, so expect a full episode on it, especially when we go into creating your best offerings. But what I want to get clear on for the sake of this conversation is this. When it comes to earning, we have to put more value on our time and energy 
while also prioritizing our future vision, which means eventually shifting away from the I'll take whatever I can get philosophy, which we might absolutely need when we're starting out, to turning away work that is not a good fit and pulls you further away from your bigger vision. And this is not always easy to do, friends. I have been witnessing my money love clients set boundaries with their money in this way. And does it get uncomfortable? Oh, absolutely. Does raising their prices to help further support their vision get uncomfortable? Definitely. Because what if it costs them the sale, right? And look, I have been here too. I box back and forth with all of my biz besties on this topic, especially because I've just recently raised my one-on-one rates to help further support my vision. And it's not so much about raising the rate to reach an income goal as much as it is about intentionally stepping into a new business structure where if I do take on one-on-one clients, it's at a much more supportive rate for where wild and holy is heading and what it needs for me with getting money love into more hands and hearts and bringing more integrity-driven women into masterminds because I know how powerful these structures are to building more mastery and leadership, right? Plus, I'm a mama to two little people, so I'm working on minimal time over here. There's a lot of different dynamics that go into this, right? And this is hard. Like, it is hard shifting structure. It's hard raising prices. But what's on the other side of maintaining supportive boundaries around our time, energy, vision, and money is that you lessen the likelihood of resentment growing in your business, okay? No one likes to feel like they're constantly swimming, 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 and not getting anywhere. And just like water needs boundaries to direct it, so do our businesses, and so do we. Just like a river has banks to offer its structural integrity so it doesn't spill out, we have to create the same for ourselves. Now, truth be told, <laughs> we can have a whole conversation on boundaries that have nothing to do with business, and what we would arrive to is that boundaries support us by protecting our time, energy, values, and vision. Boundaries are something that are always in flex and flow and require daily maintenance, okay? Boundaries around our money is a whole topic in and of itself because it's not just about pricing. It's about what you're doing with your money too, right? But I would wager that creating stronger boundaries in both life and business will help you embody your next level energetically that makes adjusting your price points much easier, okay? So here's where I want you to dig even deeper. Is there work you've been taking on lately that is pulling you away from your larger vision, okay? Is there work that you continue to offer even though you resent doing it after the fact, right? <laughs> so what would it feel like to set a firm boundary around that and say no, okay? And if the thought comes up, oh, that would be wonderful, but I can't, comes up, right? Which we can say I can't for lots of reasons. I first want you to get clear on the type of work that does feel supportive. Like maybe it's a pricing adjustment. Maybe it's a client adjustment, right? Get clear. And then I want you to set a date for when you will no longer be taking on work that pulls you away from your vision, okay? Many of us need some time to transition out of one revenue stream while we intentionally build another, and that is okay, right? But let's set the intention and commitment now that supports your future growth. Doing so is like the first step of getting out of this feast or famine cycle that I see so many of us find ourselves in. And boundaries also force us to be clear on our values, 
and be intentional with both the life and business we want to create. You will never regret spending time working on your boundaries. I can promise you that, right? So another question for you to ask are, where are your boundaries lax in your personal life, okay? And this one has been a big one for me lately with all the transition of moving going on. Like I've had to do some major reflection on what would feel most supportive right now, plus putting new boundaries in a place around my own life work balance. Like I can easily get lax on creating white space, for instance, if I'm not intentional about it. And since I'm an ambivert, I really need that time for my creativity and intuition to be top notch, okay? Also, I want you to point yourself back to your five-year stretch goal, right? What kind of boundaries do you envision for yourself when you're making that dream revenue, okay? And really allow your future self to guide your current self here. This is one powerful way to work on deeper embodiment. My last thought on boundaries, for this conversation anyways, is to start small. Where many of us fail is trying to implement too many boundaries at once. So what I mean by this is start with one area of focus, right? Like, do you want better boundaries around your time, around your energy, around your vision, around your prices? Like, pick one area and then get clear around what better boundaries here look like, okay? So right now, my focus is time. And what that looks like in action is being more diligent and following a routine that feels supportive with my children, creating white space like a spa day with my mom last week when she was here, uh, which is so great, by the way. If you're ever in San Antonio, go to Loma de Vida. You will not regret it. Your soul will. Thank you. I'm actually going to head there again next week for my birthday. I'm so excited to just chill. Um, this also looks like being more intentional with my time on social, putting a new system in place for content creation that focuses my energy for rock solid implementation. That's been feeling really good. Ultimately, boundaries remind us of our sovereignty, of our power. And if we want to step into more earning, we'll most definitely be stepping into more power. Okay. We're going to have a whole episode on this. It's going to be so good. So friends, here we are. <laughs> I would love, love, love for you to tag me on social and share the area you're focusing on for your better boundaries, time, energy, vision, or rates, especially after listening to this episode, you give yourself a pay raise. Okay. Cause I would love to celebrate that with you, but truly boundaries is in any of these areas will create a powerful shift for more earning. Okay. And I love to see you taking action. So tag me so I can cheer you on. Other than that, friends, I would so appreciate you taking the time to leave a review for the show on your fave podcasting app. It is the best way to let others know to tune in. And of course, I'm always happy when you personally refer people to the show. Until next time, here's to the courage to show up braver, whole heart, full self, all in. We got this. Mm -hmm.